street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. You got a test coming up? Yeah, let's go. What are you studying? Oh, it's an easy test. It's sports and exercise psychology. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. My name's Raul, by the way. What's yours? Regina. Regina. Nice to meet you, Regina. Nice to meet you. So, yeah, like I said, the interviews that I'm conducting have to do with um, people's beliefs okay. and how they arrived at those beliefs. Okay. how you determine that that thing whatever it is is, is true um, so uh, the way I typically start the interviews if, if you're comfortable um, do you want to uh, identify some beliefs you have and then maybe I can ask you questions related to specifically their how related questions related to how did you establish that that thing is, is true and some examples of things I've talked to people about some people talk about some God belief some religious claim um, some political claim some supernatural claim, paranormal claim, ghosts, aliens, mm -hmm. all over the board. It could be anything at all, just something that you're fairly certain of and that is kind of foundational for you. Okay. Okay, so um, I believe in God. I okay. believe in the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. Um, I came to that belief off of um, having a supernatural encounter with God when I was 12 years old. Um, you can go in as much detail as you're comfortable with. Oh, okay. So when I was 12 years old, I was really burdened by the situational um, things that was in my life at 12 years old, and I was just like, I was going, I was going to a church, and I didn't believe God was real. I really didn't. I just didn't believe God was real, and uh, something in me, um, I remember waking up, and I was so and I was my heart was really heavy um, with making a decision in my life and I was just like God if you're real you have to show me today that you're real you have to show up and so I went to church you know how they have like a regular service with um, like you have the pamphlets and you have you have like an organization of how church is supposed to go well I feel bad for that church that day I went to church and uh, I went to the altar, and I began to pour my heart out to God. I, I began to, like, just scream. I didn't know how to pray. I began to scream, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like, just from the depth of my heart, I just, like, poured all my heart out. I didn't care who saw or anything. I don't know how long I was down there, but I probably was down there for a while. And um, next thing I know, I got up, and, like, the whole church was, like, at the altar, and they was praying for their own. Whatever the church was going through, I guess God used me to force their church into a different season, into a different level with God. And uh, I remember going back to my seat to watch everybody else pray, and I was just still drunk in the spirit, if you want to say it that way. And um, I remember um, slowly everybody went back to their seats. Probably it took two or three more hours for people to get back to their seat. But, but when everybody sat down, it was like a, a moment of silence. Like, everybody was just quiet. I guess the spirit just laid the whole church, and it was just so quiet. And I remember the pastor getting up, just jumping up, and it was like an arrow that shot from, pierced her heart, and like, sh like, through my heart. And then, like, I went back for pews. 
And it was like this uncontrollably powerful feeling all over my body. And I couldn't, I couldn't, um, it was just so powerful that it knocked me off my feet. And like that, 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 um, whatever pierced my heart, it stayed on me for like, it stayed on me for a couple of weeks. Like that, that power, whatever it was, whatever pierced my heart, it, it didn't leave me. Yeah. But yeah. And, um, yeah. Okay. So, so this experience led you to the conclusion that, that God exists? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it the Holy Spirit is real. Okay. Very real. The Holy Spirit is real. Yes. Okay. Um, do you want me to ask you questions related to your belief that the Holy Spirit is real or that more, more generically that God exists? Mm. I know they're related, but I try to be as specific. The Holy Spirit. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is real. And you think this feeling that you felt this piercing of the heart was was the holy spirit mm -hmm. how did you determine that it was the holy spirit um just by reading the word like again um when i had that supernatural encounter i didn't no one explained it to me i didn't know what it was but i i i never forgot about it and as i grew up i did separate myself from god but i still was reminded and I felt that same feeling throughout my life when I was going to going through different trials. And um, what do I remember? Yes. Yeah, so um, I remember running back to God, and I wanted to be saved, and I wanted to live my life for God. And um, I remember just getting really deep into the Word, and I remember surrounding myself with people that were God Godlike. And um, through that encounter, I learned how to have a relationship with God. And um, I was just running after God. And through that, reading Acts, and like um, I had another supernatural encounter with God, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and um, just, just walking it out. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. So you said reading the Word. Yes. And what about reading the Word confirmed for you that this, this feeling that you felt was the Holy Spirit? Um, reading the Word, it just... Just getting revelation and truth. Um, Acts, it, it goes into depth about the Holy Spirit. And uh, it talks about different signs and wonders about the Holy Spirit. And, um, I think I wanted to know more about the Holy Spirit because of the fruits of the Spirit. I didn't know what they were, but I was experiencing them in my life. And I didn't know how to, um, I was always taught that stuff is not real. That's not real. That's not real. So I wanted to learn what I was experienced when I was born again. Is it real? You know, like, is this, is this real? So um, just reading the word and um, drawing myself closer to God through relationship. Like, you know, just, it's hard to explain, but a lot of Christians seek out religion and not the face of God. But like, if you, if you seek the face and the hand of God, like you, you, it's just, it's hard to explain. Is it is it possible for somebody to have this kind of intense emotional experience and yet it not be due to the spirit? Well, it can be connected to other. Uh, yeah, they can, but it can be connected to something different. I, they can. I okay. So. so how how do we determine whether or not an intense emotional experience is due to the spirit or not? since since it could not it could not be so how do we determine the difference between an, an intense emotional experience that is due to the spirit 
in an intense emotional experience that's not due to the spirit? By listening to the word of God, like everything must stand on truth. Like if it doesn't align with the with the Bible, then it's it's not it's not God. If you don't hear the voice of God, it, it's not who He is. Like if it's not coming to alignment and agreement with the Word, and that's the foundation, then it's not God. Okay, it sounds like maybe the the Bible is is a really important reason why you think this this experience was due to um, the Spirit. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. How how did you determine that the Bible is is the Word of God? Mm. When when you approached it, and you started searching searching the Bible and reading it, mm -hmm. did did you just did you just assume that it was the Word of God, or did you did you somehow determine that this is the Word of God, or why did you accept it as authoritative in any way, so that it was able to inform you in your experience? Mm. question again like yes like five questions yeah. just one question yeah i'm so sorry uh how did you determine that the bible is the word of god that's that's the question um, in the simplest form it's just for me it just it just spoke life to me um it just it just spoke to me like it fit it fit with me um and like you know it just works for me you know i have read about other religions. I have friends that are Jews, I have friends that are Muslims. Um, it just, just Christianity, just walking with God is just, and like reading the words just real for me. You know, like I don't believe in dead works. I don't believe in like, I don't know. It's just, it just stuck, stuck with me. I respect my friends in other religions, but this one just sticks with me. Is it possible for somebody to read a sacred text think that it, it just works for me and yet it that sacred te text not in fact be what they think it is it can be revealed through time if it's not i mean i feel like life is a reveal revealer if you're seeking for something you will find what you're seeking for and if it's not for your for you you'll get directed in a way that you need to go you know if it's not for you you know you know how you um like what's the perfect example like Say you want a doctor's degree, you really want it, you really want it, you know, you're going to pursue that by all means available. If that's your heart desire and you keep yearning to do that, you're going to do that, you know, regardless of the fact. Like, I don't know, but like if it's in you to seek out whatever you're wanting to seek out, I don't care if it's a mountain in front of you, you're going to go around that mountain somehow to get to your goal. So if, if somebody reads a sacred text of some kind, and it has it works for them um like you said the bible worked for you um is it possible for for it to work for them and yet that sacred text not in fact be the word of their god it, that they be mistaken is that mistaken yeah is it possible for somebody to read a sacred text it worked for them and yet that sacred text not in fact be the word of god I'm trying to decipher the question. Uh, Maybe I can give an example, okay. a more concrete example. So uh, let's pick let's pick a religion. Uh, let's say Islam. Okay. Is it possible, uh, in the case of a Muslim, for a Muslim to read the Quran, um, think that it really works for them, 
and yet it turned out and, and they conclude from that that the Quran has to be the word of Allah is it possible for that to happen and yet it not in fact be the word of Allah yes okay yes. I know a lot about Islamic uh, I know uh, that the Quran is something new um, to them as far as in like the angel came back Gabriel came and gave him a word and um, he was just following what the angel told him to. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Because, like, when it comes to Islamic stuff like that, when I did my research on that um, topic, I can just always go back to the, the Bible. God said, be careful for what, you know, ba basically be careful what you seek because people will come, come to you like an angel when they actually came to destroy it. And, um, like in, in the Bible, it talks about how people, how, um, you know, just in the spiritual world, people will disguise themselves as angels and come to the earth. And like, you know, it, it did. I don't know. Okay. Like if, if it's not good, God is a good God. God is love. God is just. I feel like if, if, if anybody is using any type of religion to create harm on another person and it's not spreading peace and love, then it wouldn't line up with me like it shouldn't line up with you if you if you're going to hurt someone else like i just i just don't believe in hurting other people with religion you know because people have different beliefs you need to respect everybody's beliefs beliefs and if it's like guiding you in the negative sense of putting you in darkness besides you know promoting good then i feel like it's not of god it's not i feel like that if something in the bible does not fit right with me if it doesn't move me, if it doesn't move me in a positive way towards my sisters and brothers, then I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. If if it is possible for somebody to read in a sacred text, whether it's a Muslim or anybody, just speaking more generically now, less less specifically, if it's possible for somebody to read a sacred text, it worked for them. They conclude that it's the word of their God, and they be mistaken. Hopefully their God would align them and just mm -hmm. lead them back to the right path. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do we, how do we tell the difference between somebody who has that kind of experience that comes to that kind of conclusion, and they're mistaken, and somebody who has the same experience and they're they're actually they they have the accurate conclusion. Just pray, just seek God. That's all I can say. Just just pray. You know, the more you seek them, the more you find them. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer. Hmm. Like, just, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. If, if, a, if a somebody from a different religion gave a similar reason for why they know their God is true, namely they read their sacred text and it works for them and it just leads them to acts of love and charity and, and stuff, and they conclude from that that their, their God exists, would would they be correct in their their conclusion? I would respect them. I mean, yes. I mean, like I said, we have. Yes, I don't know. Yes, what? They're, okay. It's it's just if it works for them, it works for them. You know, like I wouldn't be like, oh, your God is wrong. You know, this, that, and the other. I'm not gonna like pound somebody else's religion mm -hmm. and be disrespectful. But if it works for them, it works for them. Mm -hmm. You know, if it works for me, it works for me. Hmm. So if it works for them, let it work for them. Mm -hmm. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You're
Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.